Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to the Kendra Crump show. Yes, guys. Uh I got I got, you know, got my man my man. I think he's possibly one of the newest co-hosts because he actually shows up on time. You know, and look, and one thing I love about KG is he's like, look, man, I'm not I'm not here for 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 the money. I'm just here to have fun and get my name out there and everything else. That's what I think it is. I don't know. Like I chose him and, and it, it, it worked out and everything is everything. So so I got him. It's just us today, you know, and and. And next week we're gonna bring a bring some more people, you know, and stuff like that. But hey, sometimes less is more. So it is it's all G. It is all G. Uh KG, how you feeling today, brother? How how did you sleep last night? Which was like like twenty hours ago. I <laughs> <laughs> well. I slept well, man. Feeling good right now, man. Feeling real good. Okay, that's good. That's good. You had a nice breakfast. Did you eat some good lunch or have you been fasting? No, no, I've been eating. I've been eating. I'm, I'm probably gonna try to do that around June. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried? Have you ever tried one of those like intermittent fast or so? Man, yeah, I tried. Failed horribly. It's okay. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I I've done fasting. I fasted for for a day, the first time, and I was looking, you know, very sickly. People were like Kendra, you don't look like yourself. Well, I went to eat some food. I felt better. I felt the glow again. Then I tried like three, four days later, uh, another time, you know, for two or three days. I was doing good. It was a Daniel fast. That's why I was doing a Daniel fast. And then I regurgitated um, because I think it was something in the air. And after that, I never did it again. So. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm not doing this mess again. You know, no, it's it's not mess. It's not mess. Sorry, father. It's not mess. But I just I couldn't do it. You know, you got to watch it. Sorry, God. You know, anyway. So, KG, uh, go ahead. Before we get to our topic today, tell us what are we banning? What are you trying to ban? Man, I am banning people that just can't make up their damn mind. <laughs> Tell you one thing, then do another. I mean, even even sometimes contracts be involved, and they still change their mind, you know. So, you know, I, I'm banning all those people, man. I mean, man, get your shit together for real. Get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to ban. I want to ban people like who come up to you. Knowing for a fact you don't work at this place, you might be in your street clothes, or you might be in a different type of attire. And they say, hey, uh, you work here, right? Can you tell me where this is? And I'm like, I have a half shirt on with a skirt. Do I look like I work here? Because I had this woman earlier today. She, I was on my way out of work and she said, Hey, excuse me, can you tell me where um, International is? And I stopped to say, You know what? First off, I showed her where it was, and then once I she was about to leave, I said, first off, thank you so much for having common sense, for knowing for a fact I work here, because I dress like you at times, and I was in Target one day on the phone with my Tupac shirt on, and this man, this old man was like, oh, uh, excuse me, where, where, where the blankets at? I said, what? He's like, where the blankets at? I was looked at him, I'm like, do you, I looked down, and I looked up, and he's like, yeah, where the blankets? I said... I don't work here. He's like, oh, I thought you worked here. You, I saw you folding clothes. Yeah, I was folding this shirt back up. We can show you I got some retail hospitality. And I was about, I'm like, I have a Tupac shirt on. Come on now, brother. Man. Yeah, man, those folks. Man. Oh, gosh. All right, so, guys, today, 
um, we got to get serious. You know, sometimes, you know, on the Kendra Crumb show, you have to, you do have to be serious at times. And I do want to stay on topic, even though I know this episode is going to come out at a, um, much later time, sometime on YouTube, but an updated time for the people who are subscribed to my, you know, podcast and everything. We're going to talk about, um, Earl DMX, Darkman X, Simmons um and his death and and I'm gonna have a raw discussion and I want to have it with another adult um who I know is gonna not not hold bars and everything else ain't just gonna say what everybody else is saying so you know definitely maybe it was a good thing KG that you came on you know at a much later time and everything so I do want to you know talk about that it's not gonna probably be too much of a long podcast you know probably shoot for maybe 25 30 minutes or less or so, and then we're, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, go into dreamland. But um, first off, tell me, when did you, because, you know, you're, you're older than me, so I know you got a chance to listen to rap, and you got a chance to get all the, that's when rap was at its prime, when you were high school, college, young adult, rap now i'm like man like i'm telling you i wish i was born between 1969 and 1982 like and we talked about this kg how life was was it like you guys the street fights you 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 know club fight. it was amazing and stuff like that so tell me when did you first hear about dmx and what were your honest thoughts about him when i first heard about dmx you know because even though i'm from the south mm-hmm. you know a stop drop came out. You know, I, at first I was like, man, what is this? I ain't gonna lie. At first I was like, what is this? But then I kept listening to it. And then when the album came out, I went and bought it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, man, this dude, man, he's straight. You know, he real straight. And, and then that's like, I always caught on to things like a little late sometimes. But, you know, like, when you go out to the clubs and stuff, and then when his stu- stuff came on and people get, you know, real, you know, everybody get crunk, you know, everybody, you know, like start jumping up, dancing, getting ready to fight, you know, that's, I think it was the experience for me with DMX. It was the, it was like, you know, like seeing what his music did for everybody else. And then after that, you know, that's when I really got on with it. And I was like, oh, shoot, man, Rough Riders, you know, and, you know, and, uh, I mean, it it was. I mean, DMX man is definitely, you know, like a legend for what what all he did and stuff. And because for me also, it was the prayers. You mm-hmm. never heard a, you never heard a rapper, you know, like just break out there and um, did a prayer like that and stuff, you know. But the one album, the one album that really made me go get the Rough Rider jacket and all that was uh, Flesh of My Flesh. Blood of my, my blood. blood, man. That entire album from from start to finish was fire. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was definitely a DMX head. Definitely. I mean, the man is definitely a legend, man. He definitely gonna be missed, you know. And uh, I know a lot of people say things like what he what he did, you know, like when you know it came to. You know, like his addictions and stuff like that. There, I mean, I mean, it's very unfortunate, you know. But I didn't know the man personally, but we felt like I felt like I did though through his music, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
his music would definitely live on for a very long time, you know, and uh, his movies. Mm-hmm. His, <laughs> that's another thing, his, his movies, man. I mean, he was definitely a great actor, man. I mean, and I mean, I, I think for me all day today, I was like feeling empty, you know, because mm-hmm. you felt like you actually knew the man, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He knew, it's, it's like you felt this heart man you know so but down here man where i'm from man you turn on a dmx song man at that time man oh man you could just have speakers in your car and rolling down the street and at this time in valdosta you know females used to be walking back and forth from the store sometimes and stuff you know and as long as you got some beat in your trunk you know pass by you know they'll just break down and start dancing right then you know <laughs> I mean, so it, this is what we live for, <laughs> you know. But uh, did you go? Yeah, did man. you ever see him in concert? No, no. I wish I had, man. I really wish I had. You know, but at that point in time, what was that? I didn't really start getting out and about until ninety six. Day. I'm trying to really remember when when that first album actually came out. But when when flesh my flesh blood and my blood came out, um, you know we didn't have internet back then like that. So you know we could it wasn't like we could participate in you know and stuff that we participate in now. You know, but I wish we did, man, because I'm sure if we had like internet, well we had internet, but it's not like it is today. You know, so I bet you we had like we had it back then, and you like go on to like YouTube and see the concerts and stuff, man. Oh man. <laughs> Mhm. No, of yeah. course. I mean, y'all had LimeWire. How many? How many uh, diseases did your computer get from LimeWire? Man, my computer had HIV, AIDS, syphilis, gonorrhea. <laughs> uh, my computer had some of everything. Napster gave my computer most of the uh, most of the uh, STDs. You know. <laughs> Hilarious! Hilarious. Okay, but, but man, go go ahead. Go ahead. No, it was Napster, then it was Limewire, man. Man, we were burning it up. <laughs> we were burning well, I'm, it up. Listen, I'm, well, I'm glad, like, you know. Yep, everything was banned in my house, you know, evangelists and everything. But, okay, uh, so let me say this. The earliest I remember, I, I guess I didn't know who he was at the time, but mm-hmm. I remember watching Like Mike, and there was a scene in Like Mike where... Uh, it was it was Bow Wow and Morris Chestnut and they were singing, you know, Party Up in Here. And I remember, you know, we were listening to that on the radio. Um, and my and my kid brother's like, he's like, yeah, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. And then my, and he's like, up in here, up in here. And my mom's like, ain't nobody losing their mind up in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. My my okay. mom my mom has said that and we're you know as kids we're like what the heck is wrong with you lady you know what well, you know it was always like something but I remember her saying that and and so like I said for me you know I didn't I, like I was I'm still late there are still some albums I have not heard some movies I have not seen I still have not seen Cradle to the Grave <laughs> like the only movie. Oh, no. <laughs> Romeo Must Die. I have not seen that either. Um, <laughs> but 
I think I think for me, I think for me, the only movie I've seen was Belly, and I've seen it like three times, and I don't remember anything like to date of Belly. Like I got a Keisha shirt, a Keisha from Belly T-shirt. So that's that's I, I, it's like the shirt that that it has her picture when she was in the bra, and I think she was about to like fight him, like you over here cheating with this girl and stuff like that, like that picture right there. Like that scene that I have the picture of her and stuff like that. But I think I really, um, I started really, I listened to, I believe all of his albums possibly a few years back when I was just binge watching, binge listening on different um, rap albums that I was not allowed to listen to. And so for me personally, and actually I, uh, last year, uh, no, no, it wasn't last year. It was like two years ago. I bought his autobiography book that came mm-hmm. out in 2002. And, and you know, I was like, wow, because this is, and you guys, I'm an interviewer. So what, what bothered me, I literally, this is what I hate about like social media. They will put in their bio, hey, if you want to have bookings, like email us this. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me email like 50 percent of the time they ain't responding back to that email I'm like y'all might as well take this email down okay people's in mailbox be full and all that type of stuff Ugh. i'm telling you the truth man i've been getting automatic messages sorry this person's mailbox full why why do y'all why do y'all why would y'all just put this email up address up if you not gonna like respond like you need to have 10 people on the email address worker line okay and respond back or something right so what I was going to do, because there were some questions I had in the book, in the book, um, and somebody's going to have to, you know, I'm just going off verbatim. I don't remember everything, but there was something happened with one of his dogs where it somehow it got killed by somebody that he knew or he didn't know. And he had wrote in the book, I will never forgive that person for what they did. And this was in, this was in 2002 when he wrote this book. And I wanted to ask him. Once I got a chance to meet him, whether it be an interview or just in person, hey man, did you ever forget, finally forgive that person for killing your dog? I wanted to ask him that. And that's why I told myself, I said, okay, one day I'm going to meet him and I'm going to ask him. Now, you know, a lot of people know I work at the airport. He was always at the airport, but I would never, ever, he would never be on my concourse. The day that he actually came to the airport, one particular day, it was another girl. It was I don't remember what day it was. I think it was maybe on a Tuesday. All right, let's just say it was a Tuesday. I was working that day, but again, I was on a different concourse. And I remember I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers who, you know, had two jobs. And she said, I got a picture with DMX today. I said, how do you get a picture with D? She got two pictures with him. I said, how, how did, I said, how did that happen? She said that he just came in. She, you know, uh, will work at a place where they sell uh different type of gadgets and and electronics and she said she said that um he came in he just started dancing with her and he said man you always playing great music every time I'm I'm walking by here he's like I just felt the mood to dance with you so she you know took a couple pictures and she said that he went to Subway one day and was upset with Subway because they took too long for his food and he like about to miss his flight and I said oh good old ex so it yeah. bothered me cuz my I'm not going to run after nobody I don't I don't run after people you know look none of these people died across from my sin but it was going to be him <laughs> Where if I saw him, 
you know, that, you know, I was going to run after him and actually, um, just, you know, say, oh my goodness, like, I don't really do this, but like, hey, can I please get you in my, on my IG? Not even a picture. I want to get a video with you. Can I get a video with you on my IG and stuff like that? That's what I was going to end up doing, you know, but, um, I did read as well. His friend, quote unquote, and this is why you can't call everybody your friend, man. He they laced his blunt the first time he got high, was, was was, and I want to talk about that definitely. The very first time he ended up getting high was when, you know, it, this this spiraling of addiction. His mother, his mom was abusive. His father, I don't even think he even knew his father. His grandmother was the only person who actually care for him she said he said that that was like his baby and when she died like he went into depression so i don't like let me ask you something i'm about to play devil's advocate this is where we get down to the nitty-gritty okay do you feel that sometimes even you know you might a lot of people might have a rough start in life they might have a very rough start in their life where they end up acting a certain way, especially if they do not um, get their demons checked, if they don't get help. But I feel like when a person actually is able to get to that, have that means of help, that's when they can get help. Do you feel like he did not, he would make excuses for as to why he wanted to still continue on being in the same position that he was in? Not I don't think go go ahead. I don't think so. So you know, I, I really believe that, you know, like and I was listening to, you know, like when you were telling that story on um the Drink Champs uh podcast. Uh by the way, shout out to everybody over there, folks with a heavy. But um I think DMX really wanted to, you know, like get to that place of real peace. I don't think he was really at peace during his whole life. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, I just feel like that um, he wanted to, he wanted to really get at peace, and he wasn't really able to get there. And within that course of time, when you go through that, sometimes you run, and you and you run to things that not necessarily you know like the best thing to run to, you know. Um, but you know that that's how I feel about that. Being on that right there, I mean. I'm really trying to still process that, you know. Of course. No, that de- definitely of course. I just I don't know, I guess for me, and again guys, this is this is just how I feel. Okay. I don't want nobody to try to attack me. These are just my own thoughts. I am let me tell you something. He's in my top five favorite rappers. Like I literally had a dream, like a daydream that I was gonna be in the room with him. Lil John and Stone Cold Steve Austin and we all yelling what? Okay, like one time. Great, great, great group. <laughs> I was gonna end up doing that. That that was my goal. That was my ultimate life a goal of mine and stuff like that. But what I will say is this. Even though he is my my favorite rapper, even even though I you know, I'm I'm definitely I was really I'm telling you, man, last week Saturday, I was when I heard the news, I was like, wait, what? I was really messed up most of that day. I was fighting back the tears at work. 
Because yeah. I was just so distraught. Because I'm like, brother, I thought, I thought this was it. Especially, I think he went to rehab 2018, 2019. Yeah. I was like, this is it, right? But his wife, I listened to his wife, and his wife was telling me, not telling me, but saying that, you know, he always, and then she went on the Breakfast Club back in like 20, the mid-2010s, and she has said that he, um, you know, would always have a new circle of friends. He doesn't have any accountability partners. One thing I also realized is there's only so much that you can do for a person. This is the hard yeah. pill I'm about to, this is the hard pill to swallow. I'm about to say, there is only so much that you can do for a person, man. You know, yeah. because people going to have to want help themselves. I'm telling you, you can have all of the tools, but if a person is not going to want to stay clean, if a person is not going to take that necessary precautions, how do we not know he didn't have people, multiple people try to help him, but he shooed them away. He got to try to get rid of them. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't. I agree. He probably yeah. really had people in his corner saying, hey, man, come on, come on, come on. You don't want to do this. You don't. And, and then I, look, I think about the drug dealer, the drug dealer who actually had whoever. It probably was multiple people. Whoever this person was who he had bought his drugs from, more than likely, because I just realized about overdosing. I kept trying to figure out, like, how, how does a person OD, right? Because I always wonder that. Because sometimes there are people out there who whose body is so used to drugs that it can't function without it. So if you try to quit, you, you die. Because your body can't function without it. You know, there are people like that. So I wonder, I'm like, since he's been doing drugs, you know, for going on 40 years now, how how was it like, how how did he end up, you know, ODing and somebody was like more than likely it was fentanyl. They probably laced it with something, you know, or whatever. They probably they probably did it. You know, when you OD, your body can't take it and stuff. You know, so it makes me wonder. The person, these drug dealers, they don't care whatsoever about like if a woman's pregnant, you're still gonna give her cocaine. You don't care. Do you have you want to feed your family? Like, do you have you personally ever known somebody? who was in DMX's situation. They got the help that they needed, but they relapsed, and then they possibly, you know, or a drug dealer who just had no heart. Have you ever known anybody like that? Actually, no. I do knew, knew known of some uh, drug dealers and stuff, but the drug dealers I was around, they at least have morals. You know, they, they at least sometimes be like, hey, no, hey, no man, uh, that's, that's too much right there. You know, big coming. So, like, all day, man. No, man. Take a chill, man. Chill out, man. And stuff, man. You know, holler at me next week or something like that. You know, unfortunately, with the people that that you know they did do that, they didn't listen and they went to um, like other people. You know, like and tried to get what they get. Unfortunately, that was my last time even seeing them, though. You know, but uh, that's not saying that they're gone. But you know, you know, it goes back to what you were saying. You know, sometimes you can't. It's only so much you can do for a person. You know, and stuff. And I mean, it's. It's it's crazy. It's very crazy. But the drug dealers I knew, they they had a stopping point. You know, because they at least cared. Yes, they had bills to pay, but they they still had a stopping point with people. You know, and then it was some some that I knew of. Basically, mm-hmm. I ain't know their name or nothing like that. They just didn't care. And this part right here, you can kind of, I ain't gonna say I understand. well, I can't say I understand it because on one side. 
the guy, he can't find no job at the time. He's trying to feed his kids. You know, and that's the dope deal. On the other side, you got like, man, you're supposed to chill, you know. So it's 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 a it's a crazy boundary, you know. It's a crazy wall of crap, you know. It's like mm-hmm. if you don't sell these drugs to this person, or whatnot, your baby can go hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, from that aspect, I can kind of see that when you're trying to do it for your kids, you can't find no job. I can kind of see it at that point in time right there. But again. You know, it's only so much you can do for do for people, you know, and man, it's a crazy it's a crazy boundary. No, and, and it and it and it really is and, and let me say this, I'm about to also say something and I'm I'm keep I'm keeping it real. Cause I want y'all to realize at the end of the day, Kendra Crump is gonna be as real as she can. You know, oh, I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, but I, I honestly feel like, you know, sometimes people really just kill themselves. They really, they really kill themselves. You don't know how many people I've come across. I remember the very first time I came across a death. um, It was two people who had died when I was a teenager. One of the girls in middle school, she had died, but she had cancer. You know, really nice, sweet girl. Um, Her name was Jessica McElveen. I believe that was her last name. Can't really pronounce it correctly. The second girl had died. Um name was Angel Anthony, died when I was in ninth grade. She wasn't wearing her seatbelt. Now, of course, and the girl who was driving the car went around the curb too fast. She was a speeder. Went around the curb too fast and, you know, car wrapped around uh, a mailbox. Angel died. Now, of course, I was sad, very sad about that. But as I got older, I thought to myself, wait, wait, wait. She she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. I, I, it's like, I, you know, and there have been so many other instances as time has progressed where people have literally done things where they didn't. I was like, I can't I can't feel too bad. Right. So yeah. going back to that, it's like I really feel that, you know. He, he, it's like he basically did that to himself. You know, he allowed that the, those drugs and those demons. I really feel like if you really want help, if you really want to kick a habit, if you really want to stop being a whoremonger, whatever that demon is within you, you can do it. Just God gives us all free will. He gives us all a choice. It's up to, it's up to us on what are we going to do about that? You know, I feel like especially when God gives you a good life or seemingly good life, he blesses you financially. Go do something with it. And you, you know what? I'm going to say this right here. I remember when I had a problem with alcohol. I really had a bad problem with it. Man, Kendra, I was <laughs> I was strung out at once point in time in my life, you know, and, it's, uh, and, and it kind of brought me back to this moment. And stuff, man. Man, I was gone, man. I, I used to drink before going to work, drink during lunch break, drink leaving, you know, like uh, work. And the sad part about it, I was working at a hospital, you know. And mm. um, yeah, man. But what happened though was, I felt like I was in a bad depression state back in what oh oh one oh two. 03, 04. <laughs> I was in a bad depression state and stuff. And you want to know what 
really stopped me and made me catch a grip on the situation. What was, I was it? Give, I was given purpose. I was given purpose. And what I mean by that right there was I was, in fact, it was a job. I got a, a brand new job and uh, it was truck driving. And once I seen like the things that I could experience mm-hmm. by not drinking so much and being able to drive a truck, mind you, I wasn't ever drinking nothing. But I, when I started driving trucks, though, but when I uh, when I first left and went to Dallas to do that, man, that changed my whole outlook on everything. But I detoxed so bad. I went through a detox so bad that my head was splitting because at this point, I hadn't, like, drunk anything, like, in three months. I just went cold turkey. Mm-hmm. And I was in the back of my truck, man, and, my, and that head, it was it hit me so hard, I felt like I was going to die. It felt like I was going through a stroke. Mm-hmm. You know, that just how bad my head was hurting. Mm-hmm. And it kept pounding in the middle of my head, you know. And pretty much after that, you know, like, I, I called my dispatch. I'm like, hey, man, I need to go to the hospital. And I guess I had, like, passed out. And when I passed out, I woke up in the um, hospital. And the doctor was like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I'm like, man, what happened? Like, you'll be fine. You went through a bad detox. You like, let me ask you a question. Was you really hooked on something? I'm like, malt liquor. You know, mm-hmm. those malt liquor days, <laughs> you know, slit malt, Red Bull, Hurricane, Magnum, Mickey's. I was drinking it all, man. And pretty much after that, I was cured. Amen. I was cured. I was like, I was like, Lord, I thank you. Never again, mind you. I still drink, you know, like every now and then now, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be something, you know, like, like Modelo or just, you know, like some rock watermelon, shout out to it. But, uh, it'd be like one cup and that's it. And I take that, go to bed, you know, and that's pretty much my idea. But to all my drinkers out there, man, y'all be careful, man. Y'all be careful. No, and that, and no, and that's actually true. And I'm very glad that you, that you kicked that because I'm pretty I'm telling you KG if you didn't kick that I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now I probably wouldn't meet you you know what what, whatsoever because I'm telling you man nobody wants to deal I had a co-worker who was my manager and we used to shoot the breeze all the time like we had a great relationship like how you and I have a great relationship and so he was telling me he was telling me that this was 2000 his twin brother had a restaurant. It was closing time. Like DMX and his whole entourage came up in there, and he had said that um, he let him know, "Hey man, we we're, we're about close." You know, he's like, and DMX through the angriest, like he was angry, roar, and he's like, Kendra, like, and this was two thousand, like he was on drugs. Like, tell you, man, pe- people, and I'm pretty sure you know the times where he was sober, he probably didn't even remember that didn't know that or anything else like that but I, I i just i hate and it makes you wonder the times where you were drinking do you feel like you were angry do you feel like you lashed out on people or you don't even remember because you were always you know in a drunken nature oh i remember <laughs> i remember you know a lot of things sometimes i took out on people that didn't have nothing to do with but where it stemmed from was a heartbreak. Mm. Yeah. It was a heartbreak. It was this girl that I thought the world of, you know, and stuff. And I thought she was 
all good. But when I found out, she, man, she was doing some, some everything. See, everybody, this was one of the things where, you know, in growing, you know, you think the one that you fall in love with, that's the one, you know, but no, it wasn't. And this is one of the things that taught me, hey, man, you can't trust everybody, you know, you can't rely on everybody. And so you can't be with everybody, <laughs> you know, and just take it for that. It's true love. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, it, that's where it stemmed from and then at that point in time you know like you have to give your, yourself a chance to heal mm-hmm. that's why I tell that's why I, when I tell people hey man give yourself a chance to heal before you want to go on to something different and so if you don't do that man you're going to crash and I'm a living witness to that right there you know give yourself time I took out things on people that I should never took it out on, you know. My mother, but you know, she kicked my ass afterwards. <laughs> and everything was fine, you know, so, you know. And I like to say thank you, Mama, for, you know, keeping you keeping your boy straight. You know, so and and I mean it's Drinkers, be careful, man. Just be careful. Mind yourself. Monitor yourself. I can't stress that enough because I have seen alcohol, along with other drugs, destroy so many lives. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, you know, we're here to witness another one. You know, rest in peace to them being you know. No, and and again, like this is, uh, I'm, I'm, and I guess for me, this is what bothers me. You know what's so crazy is there are plenty of regular people out there in the world in quotation marks you know who don't have that support the amount of support you know and they were they were able you know there's plenty of people like that who who don't have that type of support they were able to shake it they're not like a success story whatever or they're i guess i don't know I, okay for example i look at it like when kobe had died with the other thing it was seven other people in that plane crash you know everybody say rest in peace those other people but nobody was caring like that because they weren't a celebrity and i feel yeah. like when people as soon as this is this is the issue that i have with how people are mm-hmm. as soon as somebody dies now everybody wants to you know show, tell the world how much that they love them now everybody wants to sit here and play they album when I went to do, do my little grocery run I heard somebody like getting out the car somebody was was playing the first album I'm like oh is it you know I don't know I, I was like la- la- two weeks ago a month ago I'm getting out the same to the same parking lot nobody was caring nobody okay. was caring everybody now wants to show put like a 50 different pictures and say oh my mama loved him my mama had relations with him yeah my 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 brother got into a street fight with him back in the day Okay. All right, guys. That's what, sad, what I hate. The sad part about that, next week, we'll, they'll be on to some other shit. Exactly. Exactly. This is, like I said, my this is my whole thing is, and this is why I wanted to have an and I, I, let me tell you guys where I was not an adult in this situation. I was upset with the fact that his family, why would you take the, him, like, cut decide to cut the plug? Why would y'all do that? You know, like I was hoping and I had faith that God could have restored him. But how do we not know? How do we not know that a by his passing, it probably got 20 people off of drugs and alcohol. How do we not know that? 
that's true. And B, how do we not know that if God would have healed him, he would have been back high two weeks later? You know, that's what people, you know, that's what happens, right? How many times have you said the prayer, God, if you please take me out of this situation, I promise you, I'm not going to deal with this woman. I promise you, I'm not going to masturbate no more and watch porn. I Whatever, whatever is it that you know for a fact is wrong. How many times you have, how many times I won't, I won't cheat no more. I'm not going to lie no more. I'm not going to, you know, uh, whatever. I'm not going to curse this person out no more. And then that same person sets you off and then you got a mouthful of worse than how many times has God saved you? Yeah, man, man, I can't take it. That's, that's why I'm saying like the thing, like I said, my entire thing is. My entire thing is, it just, like, for example, like I said, I remember when Angel had died, everybody, for those first week, everybody was loving each other. They posted on each other's walls, man, let's link up. I love you. I know we ain't been cool, you know, since, um, uh, you know, last semester, but I really want to hang out with you and I love you. You know, they did that with me when my, when my father had transitioned, transition. Hey, Kendra, I ain't seen you. I know we haven't been the best of pals, but I would like to, you know, hang out with you, all that type of stuff. Right. right. So I fall for that foo-foo and then that I don't hear from them ever again. They go and talk about me. They, they, they post n- nasty things about me whatever there like a week after anthony died you know guess what people were back to being on on their bs and they were still you know creating beefs and everything else you know and then when anthony when the one year anniversary came somebody some of her friends did something for her but then again i don't know if they're still doing that you know, because I think the first couple years they were doing that. Like I would see stuff on Facebook, but then after that, many years go by. I'm like, um, I, I guess they are healed. I don't, I don't know, type of thing. But yeah, like, like I said, my my entire thing, my entire thing is KG is that, like I said, I I, and I'm 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 just being real here. When a regular person ends up going through the same thing he's going through nobody really cares they really don't but because you're famous now it's like watch how many people end up getting a dmx tattoo probably they're gonna get you know he has a tattoo across his throat called it's exodus it's it's a scripture in exodus where it talks about how god delivered the children of israel or something like that watch people gonna get that same tattoo right there don't even know who Exodus, what 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 Bible, what the Bible is. It's gonna be some atheists. Oh man, I just want to get that same tattoo. They gonna probably name their son, they 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 child DMX. That's gonna be the name. Like, <laughs> they gonna they not gonna no no no. I'm not gonna name him Earl. That that's too much of an old name. Let's name him something cool. Let's let's name him DMX. What? <laughs> What? The same thing when Nipsey Hussle died. There are going to be some people out there probably named their child Ermius. They're going to be, uh, when, when, um, uh, Chadwick Bozeman had, had, uh, had died. Um, okay. T'Challa, they're going to name, they, there are people naming their kids T'Challa. Yeah. That one definitely hurt right there. Um, Nipsey and, uh, Chadwick, man. Those, mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. Just like with DMX, man, I was walking around, you know, but they was going, you know, like, like it was going, but, you know, 
it was always there like, dang, man, we done lost X, you know? And because for me, like I said, the world needed X because he kept mm-hmm. God everywhere, you know? And that's one thing that the world right now, I feel, you know, like I said, I'm just being real here too. I feel like the world done forgotten about God. Of course they have. That That's why do you think that they got this? There's a lot of demonic people out there, man. Why do you think that they have gotten, they, they started doing stuff like, um, you know, with this little Nas X and the human blood in the shoe and all this other type of mess. It's it's a lot of stuff out there that people have just forgotten about. And like I said, I this is possibly the worst, you know, celebrity death for me thus far that I've I've had to deal with and everything else. But I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I wanna, you know, go ahead and just kinda wrap this up within the next, you know, several minutes or so. But like I said, my my entire thought is this. I feel like when God does give you a second chance, you really take that. If he has heals you from something that you asked him to heal you from, do it. Don't sit here and go back to your old lifestyle. If you got a multitude of kids, like think about your children. Think about even if you don't have kids, think about your loved ones around you. And I'm I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it real again. Again, I love I love this man, but I, I got I gotta keep it real. I'm not sugarcoating nothing. I felt like yeah. there were there it was just the selfishness within it. Like like you like even if you have these demons and stuff like that. You have the means to get help. And that's not even to him. It's with anyone out there. You have the means to stop hanging around people. If you know for a fact, okay, I don't want to smoke no more weed. Stop hanging around people who once you tell them, hey, guys, I'm not smoking no more weed. They don't care. They're still going to light it up. That person's not your friend. They don't respect you. They don't respect you. Well, it's my house. I mean, but, but this person says they don't want to do that. That person's not strong enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it it's 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 like a spaghetti junction of ways that you can quit, you know, and ways that you can like govern yourself. But at the same time, though, we don't know the pain that he was feeling inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not defending what he did now, but you know, speaking from my experience, you know, like sometimes that pain just takes over you, and you just don't care. And that's when you need people around you to be like, hey, though, this is the uh, reason why you should care. And this is the reason why you should quit. You know, so I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, like, you you can't be around those people. You can't, especially those yes people. I mean, no. You know, let them go. And again, I think the thing is, because they want to, I feel like the people who are in his circle, they wanted him to I guess sometimes people when they realize you have a lot of power when you're when you're popular, they don't want to be in your bad graces. They want to be in your good graces. So they they don't want to hear the truth. I'm telling y'all on my show and I can tell it, you know, in person what the truth is. Like I said, the truth of the matter is and just just, you know, and I, I actually let me say this. I've been to one of his concerts. I went to his concert back in twenty nineteen and it was not <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, it wasn't it wasn't a good concert. He was supposed to show up. He was supposed to show up at 8 o'clock. That's what time the show started, right? He didn't show up. He didn't show up until 10 o'clock, so two hours later. Wow. (laughs) Story gets worse. He's supposed to perform as dark and hell is hot. Mm Mm-hmm. I studied that album. 
I was ready for him to perform all of the songs, so I thought. He performed two songs from that album, and he started singing other songs. He performed for a total of 30 minutes. And he, somewhere in between, was like on a monologue of something, saying something I don't remember. Felt like he said something about, you know, him having relations with women in his Tim boots. I don't know. It, it it was just very loud. I didn't enjoy any of it. Um, he looked at me and went to the next. Like I saw him, felt him look at me for point like maybe three or four seconds, and went to the next person. And uh, <laughs> and then he said a prayer, screamed really loud, dropped the mic, and left. And I was like, what did I just pay my money for? I said, I, <laughs> so I went home and I played his album and I had my own concert. And I was like, this was a disappointment. And I spoke, spoke to somebody. They said, Kendra, more than likely, this is what happens. If a promoter doesn't pay that person their money, they're not going to show up. That's really about it. True. And number two, it could be a person just could just be sorry. Like, it, <laughs> so pe- people, you got to realize, man, people don't respect people's time. In all honesty, they don't respect people's time and they just do what they want. So that's pretty much what it is. And I'm pretty sure back in the day, he actually had really great performances. And plus, on top of that, he he's a lot older, you know, so it ain't it ain't like 20, 30 year old ex, you know, out there doing backflips and, you know, and stuff like that. We, we talk about 50 year old ex, you know, who is, who's, um, doing, you know, ain't, you know, pretty much where he's at now and stuff like that. So that, that's pretty much, pretty much it with that. But, um, like I said, in conclusion, cause I thought we we're going to talk for 30, but Hey, you, you know, us, we, we coming up, coming up on our hour, but in, in conclusion, I think the thing, fact of the matter is, when a person, when a person, you know, and man, how do we, and how do we not know he probably didn't have a, because I feel like, this is just my belief, I feel like when you are on vegetation and stuff like that, I feel like when you are veget, and this, this is what I have an issue with the hospital. The hospital basically says, look, if, you know, if you guys don't make a decision, we're going to make a decision for you. Like, they don't have faith. They don't want to leave you you know, on a breathing machine for an extended period of time. I, f- I feel like, I feel like the hospital, like, cause, cause I know for a fact, they're not going to keep you on life support forever. When you, when you are only living because of a breathing machine, I, yeah. I, I hate like why, but here's my thing though. What if that's the family's wish? What if they say, Hey, I want to keep this person here. They might may- wake up tomorrow. And what if they actually would wake up like I've known people who actually have had comas for years. They woke up out of a 20 year coma. They just woke up one day. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that happens. Like, like, why does the hospital say, well, there's nothing that we can do. You going you gonna have to either cut the plug or we gonna have to. Anyway, I ain't gonna lie. Knowing me at that time right there, whoever comes in there and say that, you pretty much getting his ass kicked. Exactly. Seriously. I but my thing is, why do hospitals have no faith? Why are they just trying to 
like remove you? Why, why, why is it that they don't want you to? I, I, I just don't understand that. Where's the it's faith? Is if they don't have any? Is these people they driven to follow these fucked up policies and these, you know, like these fucked up ways, you know, and stuff? It's all about money for them, you know. And and I feel like, hey man, look, I understand that we all need money to survive. Mm-hmm. But the greed needs to stop. The greed needs to fucking stop. The love of money is the root of all evil. It talks about that in the Bible. Yes, yes. Why? Uh, that's yes. why I said you this. You got to realize whoever his drug dealer was, he was led by that money. That's what it mm-hmm. was. He didn't care. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. And he's not. He's not the first drug dealer to be like that. He ain't gonna be the last. But I'm saying like. My issue is I have a problem with hospitals. They just basically say, look, it's been six months. Ain't nothing we can do. You're going to have to cut the plug or else we're going to cut it for you. You're going to have to make this decision. And what if they would have woke up that next day? That's what I'm saying. Like, people don't have faith, man. They don't have faith. But no, like I said, in conclusion, because, you know, I do want to go ahead and wrap this up and stuff like that. But the problem that I have is, number one, anybody out there with power, fame, money, don't you know what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul and i felt like x you know lost his soul in so many different ways and it was like you could just see it like i was wondering i'm like okay you know what's what's what you know the different things that was going on with him i'm like there's something this man's crying out for help man and 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 it just made me wonder like okay i thought to myself i was like man i wish i could be there for him and help him but then again like i said there's only so much you can do you can't but personal i'm telling you kev you had you kev you had to get to that point within yourself where you said okay i'm gonna break this this alcohol you know this drinking habit something had to break wake up inside of you so i could have come to you and like i said it's a it's a two-way coin with that i could have you know come to you if i would have known you 20 years ago be like hey man Put that, put that bottle down. You would have been like, you would have been like, bitch, please. All right, get out of my face. You know, stuff like that. That's what you would have been like. You know, sometimes you're not ready. But like I said, I honestly feel like, you know, there are times I really want to help people. I do want to be that captain, captain, save them, save them all and everything else like that. But again, a person, when a person wants help, they're going to, they're going to get that help and all that other type of stuff. And, and, and unfortunately, you know, Hopefully this is a lesson to people. But then, you know, the sad part is a person could be going through this and they still going to end up doing what they want to do. So like I said, man, the, oh, moral of the story is this whole world is just, it's just screwed. It's like, yeah, this whole world is just full of, of, of feces and all honesty. They do not care. People still going to do what they want to do. You know, I, I, you know what? I give it. How about this? I give it to the end of the month that people are gonna be blasting DMX, and then by May first, they're gonna be like, okay, well, think we've done blasting him. Let's go ahead and uh, find somebody else. Let's go back to Tupac now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're definitely gonna do that. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like I said, people. Now you know why I got people. You got people uh, on Instagram. They put in, yeah, if you a real fan, won't you list songs other than, than Party Up In Here and What's My Name? I'm like, guys, come on now. Why do we have to prove that we're real fans if we, you know, come on now. Come on. I, 
I don't like attention. people. Oh, that is. Wait, say that again. That's attention. That's that's why they do that. I'm like, what? Why do I have to sit here? Why do I have and watch people over here? You know what's so crazy, man? I wrote in a, and this is what people will do. Man, we I feel like we gotta do a part two of this, man. Two two to this, but I I'm like, no, nah, we gonna we gonna say what we gotta say, then we gonna get out. I, my entire thing is. I hate when someone does transition, right? Or they are dying. And if you don't talk about it, that shows that you don't care. People have other ways of grieving, you know? Yeah. Uh, just because a person doesn't report about it doesn't mean that they don't care. They don't have a picture, you know? So, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't have much else to say. All I have to say is, you know, I did enjoy his music. Again, there are some movies I still have not seen with him in it and stuff like that. You know, there were certain videos and stuff I would watch and all that other type of stuff. But like I said, for me, for me per se, um, if you know for a fact you have a problem, you have an addiction, you, you have to get it checked at the door. Whatever demons you have, you have to acknowledge those demons and you have to get help. If you don't get end up getting help behind behind it then you're gonna be in the same position that he's in man you are you know that's and see now the crazy thing about it this mental health thing you know people i feel like people are just not grasping this like like what for last year and this year they just not grasping it and stuff like that but i've been on this ever since 1999 Mm -hmm. i have been to uh mental health sessions back in 1999 all the way up to 05, you know, that's another thing that helped me too. You know, like, um, I've been on that and I, and I wish that a lot of people would really take that serious because a lot of this addiction and stuff, that's where it stems from. It's, it's stuff where, you know, like happening in your life that you can't completely move on from mm-hmm. God and mental health. It'll get you through. Mm-hmm. That's it. it, it Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing wrong with counseling. Go, go ahead, KG. Let's let's. It's, Cause the time is gonna cut off in literally five minutes. Go ahead. Um, give out your social. Go ahead, or before you give out your social, what's one last thing you want to say? And then, um, you know, in honor of this man, and then you can give out your social. Man, in honor of DMX, man, he was a great guy, man, a great artist, a great. You know, everything he put his foot forward to, man, he was great at it and stuff. Fortunately, we don't know what everything that was going on in his personal life. But uh, rest in peace to a legend. We will miss him. You know, we will miss him. You know, but uh, y'all can find me, 79 Trill Design, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Y'all holler at me, man. All right. And, um... I, I I I love you know man. On top of that, you know I, I had me a little you know crush on him. I said, like, oh this man. Mm-mm. No, I know homo to you, KG. Uh, but but this I was like, she's I I definitely would have been one of the groupies. They you know what they said? They said Kendra. He's not. He wasn't that tall. He actually was a small guy. I said no, he wasn't. It's like Kendra, that man was not tall. At all. I said okay, cool. I'll pick him up, throw him on my back. Um, but but no, nah, like you know Earl. You 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 really were loved, man. I I was still I would you know what the crazy thing is, the, the all of my followers, a lot of my followers I would talk to. There were times I'd be this is like months months I'd be talking to them, 
and I have like some, you know, DMX in the background. I'm like, can't you got that DMX on? So of course I got DMX on. Are you kidding me? For whatever reason, I always like say, you know what? If I ever come across him, I just want to smoke a blunt with him. But I'll, you know, I'll roll it. So hey man, look, 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 I'm rolling now. Come on, hit, hit this one time with me. Hit it one time with me. Why not? <laughs> anyway, um, y'all, y'all should know my socials. If not, you ain't no real fan. Okay, so. <laughs> It's been real, KG. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you, my brother, for even uh, coming in each week. I do appreciate it. And um, a, next week, a, we we going to be back on, on the funny. We had to be serious for a moment. So much love, oh, yeah. much love to you guys.